Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I am your host, Justin Holt. And in this episode, we are going to talk about organic growth on Facebook, why it's so difficult, and why Instagram may go down the same path. And we're going to start right now. My name is Justin Holt. Thank you so much for stopping by. We're going to start with just a little bit of housekeeping right up front. I want to thank all the new listeners. Obviously, you're pretty much all new because I have one episode so far. And all I have done is sent my podcast out to the distribution groups like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that stuff. And I'm already getting listeners and I'm so thankful for that. Thank you so much for jumping on board super early in this podcast. If you do enjoy this podcast, make sure to give us a rating on whatever platform you're on. That's going to help other people find this podcast. And that's going to be really important for the interactivity of this podcast as we're going to talk about now. My podcast is distributed by Anchor FM. The very, very cool thing about Anchor FM is that it gives you the ability to send me a voicemail with your questions. Make sure to include any information where people can find you if you send us a question because I will be putting the audio in the podcast where I answer your question and that way people can learn a bit about you as well. Now, instead of having the Anchor FM URL, I'm just going to create a short URL on my website. So it's going to be www.justholt.com slash podcast. That is going to bring you directly to the Anchor FM audio section where you can send me a voice message. I'd really appreciate any feedback or any questions that you have about social media marketing. Okay, so like I said, today we're talking about organic growth using Instagram and Facebook, why Facebook just is not there for organic growth. We're going to talk about ways to get organic growth, and we're just going to fire through this as quickly as possible, so this may be a slightly shorter episode than what I would usually be doing, but this, I feel, is a very important topic to anyone who is in social media marketing. Why is Facebook terrible at organic growth? Facebook is really, really bad with organic growth, period. And the reason why is the algorithm, the way that it works. So if you have a business and you have a page, a business page, what happens is only 10% of anything you post, people will actually see in their newsfeed. And it may even be less than that. Nobody's actually sure the exact number, but it's a very, very low percentage of the people who are seeing your posts in their newsfeeds. Now, for obvious reasons, this is not a great way to get organic growth because even if people are sharing that information or interacting with it, not enough ideal customers or people who are interested in what you're talking about are actually going to see what you're actually posting. So on Facebook, you really have to rely on pay-per-click and that's because Facebook wants you to pay. This has been around for a long, long time and it really stifles organic growth on Facebook. Yes, you can bring followers to Facebook by advertising, by linking customers to your website, you know, telling customers in your store, in your restaurant that you have a Facebook, and you can bring followers that way. But in reality, the only people who are going to see what you're talking about are your absolute super fans, your super customers. So make sure when you're posting on Facebook that you're really just posting to them. And I wouldn't even necessarily do any real marketing on my Facebook page. I would just have a message that I want to get across 
And it's a great place to remind them that you're not just a business, you're people who are behind the business. So like behind the scenes stuff is really good on Facebook. And a lot of that interaction kind of comes from that. Now, holding something like a contest on Facebook, yes, it will get you followers, but they're not going to be true followers. And if they don't like your posts or interact with your posts, they don't even see your posts at the end of the day. So it's just a waste of time and money that you put into having a contest that's really not going to help your business at the end of the day. Now, Instagram, even though owned by Facebook, is the complete opposite. It is completely organic growth driven, more than advertising in any way, shape or form. It is unbelievably good at organic growth. The problem is the gentleman who is in charge of Instagram now is the guy who is in charge of Facebook's newsfeed. He's the one who put that original algorithm in place that only 10% will ever see what you post. And we're starting to see a little bit of that with Instagram. A couple of years ago with the Instagram page, if not enough people interacted with your post early on, it would start not showing it to everybody in your subscriber list. Now, if people were interacting, yes, Instagram said, this is good content. We're going to put this out there. We're going to send it to as many people as possible. And that's why sometimes you have a post that just flops and not much actually happens. And sometimes you have a post that just absolutely explodes and goes everywhere. And you start getting new followers. You start getting great comments coming back, people interacting with you. So in reality, it's still very, very good for organic growth. But what happens if it changes? I could see the change coming fairly soon, but I think that it's going to hurt Instagram in such a negative way that it may even kill Instagram in the long term if they're not careful with how they implement it and how they deal with it. They may say, look, if you want a business page, you have to be registered as a business page and business pages are limited. But if you start limiting the general public who aren't going to pay to try and reach 100% of their own people, maybe a few more then Instagram will legitimately die. Not enough people are seeing what they are posting. Now, on Instagram right now, if you are looking for organic growth, there's some obvious ways to do it, like going and find your competition, see who's following them, start interacting directly with those people. But another way to do it is with Instagram stories. Instagram stories right now is the hot button topic at Instagram. They're trying to push them out there just like they did when video came out and they're really pushing video hard. What happens is if you have a Instagram story that people interact with and it's very, very popular among your followers, it will now show up on the discover page. And if it shows up on the discover page, it can blow up and especially considering the spaces on the discover page are right near the top where those Instagram stories show up. You can get literally thousands of followers on Instagram if you knock out a great Instagram story. As a business or as somebody interested in Instagram, I would say you should always every 24 hours have a new Instagram story running on your page. No questions asked, just always have something. One of the things I like to do is like an A-B comparison. So do you prefer this or this, you know, red or blue, you know, anything like that where people can click on the, I like the blue one or I like the red one. It's going to create a lot of interaction and you'd be surprised at how many people think it's fun to just kind of choose one. 
It gives you some information back as well. So if it's actually something you're curious about, it's nice. I don't always do ones that I'm curious about. Sometimes I'm just doing it for the actual interactions. But as soon as you start getting a ton of interactions, there's a chance you're going to hit that discover page. And if you hit that discover page, that is thousands of followers very, very, very quickly. So how would you market on Instagram if it were to change? The same way you market on Facebook. The ad manager on Facebook actually controls both Instagram and Facebook because they are the same company. So a lot of the times, if you don't turn off Instagram, what it does is if you create an ad, it shows it on Instagram as a post and Instagram as a Instagram story, and they'll have the sponsor tag on it and whatnot. But you're able to reach a lot of people in both places. Now you could say, I only want to do an Instagram story. And then have something like direct to a shopping cart. So if you're talking about a specific product, something like that, they work extremely well. Uh, and those things would continue to work extremely well until people got sick of Instagram because nobody's seen their posts. Just remember, if you're looking to build a following to use evergreen content, that means something that's not going to change in a long time so that you can leave that ad out there so people can continue to see it. So stuff like if you're having a sale or something like that, I wouldn't use that necessarily, but I might have a customer's testimonial. I might have some interesting information that might help a customer who's looking to purchase whatever product, something like that, that can just always be there and constantly being shown to the users so that you know that they're seeing it, it's getting burned into their memory and they're starting to learn who you are and they're starting to learn what your brand is about. Now, pay-per-click on Facebook. Facebook's fairly self-explanatory. It is still the number one place to advertise to people. It is incredibly powerful. It's just so good at what it does. So as far as that goes, if you're looking for anything on Facebook, I would just say go straight for you know list building, gang sales, things like that. Don't waste your time trying to build your page. Your super fans will follow your page. They'll be checking you out. But just get out there and, you know, start promoting your products, promoting your service, and start actually moving towards the end goal. So if both these go south, which one of them already has, where do you get organic growth for your business from? Well, there's two fantastic places. They've been around forever, so it's nothing new. Blog posts would be number one, and YouTube would be the second. YouTube is still a fantastic place for organic growth. It's the number two search engine in the world. So if you can do a video answering questions that are going to help your customers, you become an authority and they learn about your brand. It's a fantastic way to do that. You know, grab an employee, do some quick videos, you know, maybe upload one a week and just start building a following on Instagram that way. Blog posts are very, very important still to SEO, which is search engine optimization. I would say a website should have at least 30 posts at any given time, at least 30. The problem with SEO is that it takes a very long time for Google to recognize it. So for example, it may take you three months or six months to actually start seeing return on your articles that you've released. Now, if those articles are extremely well written, they have a lot of great information in them. They're written for the person, not for the keyword and people are interested in reading it. What will happen is you'll get a ton of traffic over time and it will be continual traffic. But if you don't have good content, it takes you three to six months to figure out, oh, this article is not going to work for me. So that's one of the reasons why you should have a bunch of articles kind of figured out. And you should definitely use proper blog ideas on marketing, like how to figure out what you should actually be writing about. 
using keyword research, what are people looking for, things like that, so that you're not wasting your time on just creating something random. So for example, let's say you had a TV shop. Don't say, oh, I'm going to write a blog post that's just the specs of this TV. What you might want to do is go into something like how to make your smart TV better, how to make the color on my TV better, what are good 4K movies to show off to my friends when I buy my new 4K TV. Those would be good blog posts, whereas just having, oh, here's a Samsung 40-inch that's 4K, 60 hertz, blah, blah, blah. Yes, then it becomes a review thing, and CNET does very well at that, but in reality, most people will actually come to you if you say, oh, you know what? You want to buy 4K TV? This is the movie to buy to show it off to your friends because you're going to be proud of this TV and you're going to have your friends over to show them. So as far as that goes, good quality blog posts and YouTube will bring you all the organic growth you actually need. And then from there, it's pay-per-click all the way. Uh, Instagram, you can still do it now. I don't see it lasting too much longer. And to be honest with you, Twitter's on the decline, so there's just not much there. So in reality, it's going to come down to pay-per-click. And that's one of the things that as business owners and marketers, we just have to accept that these companies who have given so much away for free now want to start making some money and not losing money. Okay, guys, that's going to be it for this episode. Thank you so much for stopping by. I really appreciate having you here. If you could, remember to give us a star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Send us a voice message with your questions. Once again, the link for that is www.justholt.com, which is J-U-S-T-H-O-L-T.com slash podcast, and that will get you to where you need to go. Hope you enjoyed the information, and I'll see you guys next time.